Bullock, pull-up jumper. Good. That'll do it for the scoring in this one. No shot, Brad Underwood says. 13 seconds left, 91-60 Illinois. Mark Smith will dribble it out. And the Illini have a lopsided Big Ten win over Rutgers, 91-60. Two in a row for the Illini in the Big Ten. And they improve to 12-11, 2-8 in conference play. And they blow out Rutgers, 91-60. About time, Illinois gets a comfortable win after all that they have gone through, especially in conference play. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Scott Beatty alongside Matt McCumber, and we have the Fasteners Etc. postgame show in just a moment. First, though, the rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management and Stocks Office Furniture. Matt, a pretty complete win tonight. Yeah, loved it. Um, get back on the court after some days off, and it really showed. I thought they came out with good energy. Loved the big lineup to start. All five starters and uh, double figures, and Aaron Jordan almost uh, with nine. And just a complete team effort. Shot the ball well, played good defense, and uh, got, a, got, got a laugher that um, able to continue the confidence. You knew that uh, Rutgers wasn't very good on offense, but they were playing very well defensively in the Illini. Well, they put up 91 points on them, the most anybody's put up on them this year. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Uh, I thought the offense really flowed pretty smoothly, especially when uh, Tijon Lucas is in there. Um, obviously, it helps, too, with uh, Trent Frazier making threes in the first half. But um, on shooting, fire. Yeah, on fire. I mean, making shots is contagious, and you kind of saw that as – the Illini started the second half, I think 11-2 run to start. And from there, I, I really like they stepped on Rutgers' throat and gave them no chance. And that's something this team has not shown yet this year. And uh, I really, really good to see that. You can join us, Fasteners Etc. postgame show around the corner. We welcome your calls, your texts, your tweets. Phone number on the PNC Bank phone line, 356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 351-5357. Tweet with the hashtag PNC Bank Illini. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show next. The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of Newstalk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Station. <laughs> Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS. Now, it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Fasteners Etc. is your partner in inventory management. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397 or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. postgame show with your host, Scott Beatty. Sanders back to Baker. Left on three is off the front iron, no good. Rebound, Kipper Nichols. Three on two, Illinois. Nichols flips it. Right side, Frazier for three, and he got it. 10 to shoot. Illinois up 18-12. Pass to Boyd Bedin. Now to Frazier. Top of the key. Three! And he married another one. Trent Frazier with two threes. And two of the five that Trent Frazier had all in the first half. 
He finishes with 17 points, 5 of 7 shooting from 3-point range, 6 of 9 overall. And Trent Frazier and the Illini roll to a win over Rutgers, 91-60. to 60. Tight in the uh, first few minutes of the ball game, and then the Illini went on a big run and never looked back in this one as they win they've won two in a row now in Big Ten play. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome your calls and texts. Join us as we talk about this Illini win. Castle Heating and Cooling text line 3515357. Brent in Belleville says, I want to get my text in early tonight. Nice to see us dominate a game for once. I forgot what it felt like. I think it's safe to say that we match up well with Rutgers. Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, you know, <laughs> played really, really good defense on them. And, and Rutgers did get some opportunities at the rim, but they made t them tough opportunities. And they haven't done that against opponents in the Big Ten uh, of late. They were getting easy layups and dunks. And tonight, the Illini's rotation was very good. Um, t tough shots at the rim. They, it almost seemed like... Rutgers was throwing up shots that the Illini used to uh, <laughs> earlier on in the season. And, you know, they, got, they had guys flailing all over the place, throwing up prayers that weren't going to go in. The Illini were able to take some charges. And I think it all started on the defensive end, and it just produced from the offense from there. Paul and Champagne text, great to see the team playing as one. Very balanced scoring. If you look at the box score, going to be tough to stop in the future with that balanced attack. 19 for Kipper. 17 for Trent Frazier, 14 for Laron Black, 12 for Mark Allstork, 11 for Michael Finke. And as you mentioned at the outset, Aaron Jordan, just a point shy from double figures as well with nine. And it all adds up to 91 for the Illini. A, a great balanced attack. Uh, Jason and Moline also texts this effect saying, it was nice to see a butt-kicking best game I've seen them play. Only negative what was this uh, in this was the perfect opportunity to see Mark Smith break out of his funk. His biggest weakness is just being timid and not aggressive. I don't think we will see a change until next season, which is disappointing. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen Mark, um, you know, and blow out wins like that. I, you put guys in that don't have much confidence and you just let them make their own mistakes. You don't get on them. You just let them go and see what they can do, and what, what they can produce. And I, I think Coach Underwood did that. Um, I, I wish he would have got uh, a couple more minutes, but, you know, I think he got poked in the eye earlier in the first half. I think he was having some issues with that. But, um, yeah, that is a game that you, you want to see him gain some confidence and maybe instead of two points, he's, you know, up around eight or eight or ten points and feeling good going into the next game on Ohio State. You know, his teammate Trent Frazier was asked this week, what's the difference between the season you're having and Mark Smith and DeMonte Williams? Trent Frazier flat out said it's confidence. Yeah, and I, I would have to agree with him. I, I like Trent Frazier coming out and saying that. I You know, I, I hope um, – you know, it's good when you can be honest to your teammates. That's a sign of a leader to me. And, um, you know, I, I'm sure Mark Smith heard that and hopefully is taken into account and, and knows he no needs to do better in certain areas. And, and maybe he can pick it up in practice. And it all starts in practice. If, it, if you practice bad, you're going to play bad. I, I don't care what anybody says. If you have bad practice habits, it's just not going to translate onto the court. So, um, you know, hopefully Mark Smith can get it together. And, again, we're not giving up on him. And he's a great player and has a chance to be. Underwood, though, did say Mark Smith had some great practices this week. There's just something not clicking yet when it, the lights are on. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's coming, but I do agree, too. I think he needs to be more aggressive, look for a shot, look to drive more, use his body, and uh, try to get to the free throw line and get some easy points. Let's see what else is happening uh, around the world of college basketball on our Body and Soul scoreboard, Route 45 and Curtis Road in Savoy. 
Right now, one other Big Ten game in action. They just hit the half in Iowa City. The Hawkeyes lead Minnesota 37-33. Ohio State keeps rolling. They beat Indiana earlier tonight 71-56. Kata Bates Diop with 13 points and 13 rebounds. This is another night at the office for him. The Buckeyes now 10-1 in conference play, 19-5 overall. They're going to the dance. They're going to be seated high in the Big Ten tournament as well. Nobody saw this. I mean, it's a veteran team, but I don't think anybody was picking them better than middle of the pack. No, I I definitely wouldn't have. And, uh, you know, probably coach of the year, too. I mean, yeah. what, what what he's done um, with the squad, and uh, they play really well together. And, again, like you said, they are um, got some upperclassmen, but they've really developed from the time they were freshmen up until now. Well, Lauren said it in the pregame show, and he's usually right. The new coaches have all, in this league, have all emphasized defense. And it's changing things here. And you look at what uh, Chris Holtman is doing and Archie Miller and Brad Underwood. It's changing the tone of the Big Ten. No, I I totally agree. And it it all starts on the defensive end, and it's a grind-you-out league to begin with. You have to be tough uh, to win in this league. And if you're tough on the defense, it's just going to give you a better chance to win games throughout the year. And it's the team that is the most consistent by from one game one to game 18 that's going to win the league. And so far, that's been Ohio State. All right, in the top 25, St. John's leading Xavier in the second half, 51-48. to Auburn ahead of Ole Miss at half, 38-36. Halftime in Oklahoma, and it's the Sooners up on Baylor, 52-46. to Vanderbilt ahead of Kentucky, 33-27 at halftime. And maybe the – I don't you know, you want to call it an upset when a number 20 beats a number 19, but Clemson – Holds off North Carolina 82-78. to Wow. Rhode Island, the mid-major that everybody's got their eye on at number 22 in the nation. Edges, Massachusetts, 85-83. to And Georgia upends Florida, ranked number 23, 72-60 is the final there. Wow. Okay. Some crazy nights tonight out in the east. Body and Soul scoreboard from Route 45 and Curtis Road in Savoy. We get more of your calls and texts. Illinois beats Rutgers 91-60. to Fasteners Etc. postgame show. You're listening to the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join the conversation by calling us on the PNC Bank phone line 217-356-9397 or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217 217- 351-5357. Ball stork. Cross court. Lucas. Lob inside the zone. Nichols with a catch. 15-footer. Short. Rebound black. Laurent back up and in. Count it. And he's fouled. Black with a power move on the putback. Count it. Foul on Rutgers. Boy, the Illini jumped out there in the second half with a 12-2 run to start everything. They go on to win this one, 91-60 over Rutgers. The Illini have won back-to-back ball games in the Big Ten. Welcome back, everybody. We go to the phones here, the PNC Bank phone line, and it's Simeon out in Norfolk. Hey, Simeon. Hey, man. It, I'm happy to be on before midnight. Yeah, I was going to say, this is something <laughs> new for pace. you. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, my nails didn't have to be worried about being devoured <laughs> during the game either. This, so I really enjoyed this. It, it was a complete game. It was great defense. Uh, Black is uh, our most steady player. He played great. Of course, Frazier, it goes without saying. Kemper, I see that he, his confidence is growing. And I also see that Finky's confidence is growing as well. So uh, I, I, I really like that. Um, I like uh, – 
that uh, Brad has gone with a bigger lineup. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's paid some uh, dividends for us with that, and uh, we hit our threes, and I've been looking for those all year. So I'm hoping that now that we, you know, we've hit our threes, that that'll continue. I was happy that all Stork hit a few threes. Hopefully he'll hit more in the future. I think I, I heard the comments that you guys made with that other gentleman um, or whoever texted that in. I think Mark Smith would be fine. Um, I think if he can get to the basket, get a couple easy baskets, hit a few threes, um, I think the reason that he's not producing as much on the offensive side is because he's concentrating so much on trying to play better defense. Yeah, so when he foul. can relax a little bit, I think he'll be big. And and one one last thing, and then I'll listen to you guys. Frazier is kind of starting to remind me of D. Brown. What do you guys think about that? A little of that D. Swagger. Yeah, absolutely. In, in, a, in a different way. Uh, I, he can obviously go coast to coast, um, but I – you know, you don't see as much as a fast break with him. I, th- I think freshman wise, I think he might be a better shooter than D. Now, I'm not saying D is a senior uh, or a junior or senior, but freshman wise, I think he's more consistent from the three, a better shooter, um, able to get a shot off. But I, I definitely love his swagger, and he he could be the face of Illini basketball for years to come. Yeah, I think when Mark comes around, we'll have uh, a couple good ones from this class that we'll remember for a long time. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, Simeon. All right, Thanks, take care. Simeon out in Norfolk. You can join us. PNC Bank phone line 356-9397. On the Mark Smith, uh, I think Kent Brown, SID for U of I, had tweeted this, uh, that uh, just about Darren Williams being in attendance tonight and remembering the leap he made. Right. From his freshman, freshman year, sophomore year? From freshman to sophomore year, yeah. I mean, there, again, and I've mentioned it on the show before, I mean, there were times he was, you could tell he was nervous, afraid, whatever you want to say, at the free throw line. It was hard for him to make free throws. And it is a different ball game coming from college. I don't care if you're a 5A player in Texas coming to the Big Ten. Uh, there is a learning curve involved, and there's you know, a certain way to go about playing defense without fouling. I mean, it's a huge deal, and it's, that's something that Mark Smith is trying to work through right now. It seems like every game he starts and gets two fouls within the first five minutes and just wipes him out for the rest of the game. But um, it that between your freshman and sophomore year is when you should take the biggest leap. And I think – once he becomes comfortable, it it could happen with him too. That's what you just never can give up on a player like that. And you just got too many intangibles and it can do too many things with his body that uh, you know, could bode well for the line in the future. Darren Williams talked with us before the ball game and did say that he he was dealing with different things. First of all, the loss of Bill Self, you yep. know, the guy that recruited him. And he said, I didn't get along with Bruce Weber at first. No, and I, you know, I don't think a lot, I was in that locker room. I don't think a lot of them did. I, I think they were like, who is this crazy man coming in here trying to tell us to do this, this, and this? Or, you don't want us helping off the corner. You don't, you know, it was totally different than what Bill Self wanted to do in certain ways. And, you know, I think they thought, man, he's not letting us play our game. And, you know, well, we had these plays with Coach Self. But then I think once they realized, hey, this is a motion-based offense where we have a lot of freedom to operate here, they started to figure it out and buy in. This is how we have to play within the system. But it took, I mean, the first half of the year, the of course, the the famous funeral story uh, in the locker room with, with Coach Weber um, kind of putting Coach Self to, to rest. He's not coming back. We need to move on. But, um, yeah, I mean, th- there was a lot of turmoil at the beginning of that season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to see him back. Uh, Texter says, can we have 
Darren Williams or uh, D. Will or D. or any of the 05 team come to the rest of our Big Ten games. Well, you've got the manager yeah, here. Yeah, I, I can hand out water. I mean, what else do you want me to do? I, I wipe up sweat. I can wash the uniforms. I'm, I'm here anytime you need me. Let's get to our peak in insurance beyond the expected play of the game. A uh, lot of highlights in a blowout win, but Trent Frazier was was stealing the show early on. Here's Trent in the first half. Rebound Frazier. He's doing everything right now. Frazier with 12 here in the last couple of minutes. Shoots another three. Oh! Trent Frazier with 15. Five threes. And it's timeout Rutgers. Beyond the expected coverage from Pekin Insurance, contact an independent Pekin Insurance agent today. Visit PekinInsurance.com. The Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join us. Rebound All-Store. Outlet Frazier. Frazier out top. Finky shoots a three. Got it. Finky, who's been hesitating all night, fired that one for three. And the Illini lead again, doubling. Rutgers 48-24. Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Join us here. You can on the phones. PNC Bank phone line 356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line 351-5357. Tweet with the hashtag PNC Bank Illini. Some notes out of this one. Season best shooting percentage for the Illini. Shooting 57%, 33 of 58. 91 points the Illini scored were the most allowed in a game this season by Rutgers. And the Rutgers, by the way, entered, entered the game as the Big Ten's leader in scoring defense. They were ranked number five in the nation. Some of the notes coming out of the uh, coming out of the U of I program here. A complete win for Illinois and five in double figures. Scott Beatty and Matt McCumber with you on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Programming note: If you are have missed already the State of the Union address, we will bring that to you on our AM station, uh, News Talk fourteen hundred. Following this show, on delay. And I think it'll also be available as a podcast at our website, WDWS.com. All right, back to the text lines. Brian in Nebraska story. The first half was defense. We guarded really well. Offense was not doing much until Frazier went nuts. Second half offense looked better. We pretty much got what we wanted. Fun to watch a win that wasn't in doubt the last 30 minutes or so. Rutgers isn't as bad as they showed tonight. Maybe we are turning a corner. Can you look at a game like this and say, yep, that's a better team. Illini's playing better. Because I, I got to be honest, Rutgers looks really bad. Yeah, they, they didn't look good tonight. But you got to think, they are a team that took Michigan State to overtime in East Lansing. So they're very capable. And I know they only have two wins as well now, but um, they are a capable team. They got five warm bodies out there that can play, that are Division One basketball players. And, you, I mean, you cannot take any nights off in the Big Ten. I don't care who you are. Um, but, yeah, you could look back and say, I mean, this is a springboard for the rest of the season. And we got our confidence back, got a little swagger back. We're at home. We're feeling good about ourselves. We're making shots now. And it can just continue to leap forward uh, into the next game at Ohio State. And then you come back and have two more games at home. So, uh, you know, you never know what could happen. Ohio State's going to be tough. It'll be it'll be extremely tough, especially the way they're playing. Um, you know, they their only loss was at a three at the buzzer against Penn State. Um kind of a you know bad luck fluke type of play yeah. um but you know it it will be a very tough time <laughs> in Columbus but you go up there you're you feel like you're playing a little bit with house money even though you've only won two games because of your confidence you say hey we're gonna lay it all out there 
play like we have been playing, see what happens. They're a long team, the Ohio State Buckeyes are. Yeah. Uh, okay, text line, uh, 618. Texture says it seems fresh legs and a couple new twists to the offense being put in helped. Uh, did you see uh, uh, there, there were new a, levels? Yeah, there were a couple new twists on the, on the motion offense, uh, a couple more back cuts, I thought, um, different handoffs at the front uh, or – kind of the side uh, where, where they can ball screen. And, I, you know, I, I think the guys were looking more for the lobs, too. I don't know if it's just the way uh, Rutgers played tonight, but there were opportunities. I know Mark Smith had a night, three or four nice lob passes, um, some that weren't connected and some that were. But, um, yeah, I thought there was a couple new wrinkles, and I, I guarantee you this little week off has been tremendous for the coaching staff and the players, get off their feet, get in the gym, maybe just kind of get some shots up by themselves, and then the coaching staff can come back behind and after they've had the time away to, to really teach again. And, you know, they got until Sunday now with Ohio State, so they got a couple more days of teaching and see what happens. And Brad Underwood talked about just getting those shots up in, in practice this week that has seemed to have paid off tonight with really hot shooting for the Illini. They shot 11 of 27 from three-point range. Good to see that. That is a 41% percentage. And as we mentioned here, 57 shooting percentage overall for the Illini. Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Illinois beats Rutgers 91-60. to It's the Fasteners, etc. post-game show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line. 217-356-9397 or send a text to the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357 Rebound all stored. Outlet Frazier. Frazier out top. Finky shoots a three. Got it! <laughs> Finky, who's been hesitating all night. Fired that one for three, and the Illini lead again, doubling. Rutgers 48-24. Yeah, Brad Underwood was yelling for Michael to shoot the ball a few times when he was open. Just a little hesitant there on the trigger sometimes. Michael Ficke, real steady guy personality-wise, but sometimes he's just been a little uncertain out there at the perimeter. Got to find his stroke again. Yeah, a little bit of a roller coaster, but... Um I, I know he's always been looking for that consistency. I know the coaching staff wants that from him. He did knock down five shots tonight, five of ten. So a, a good shooting night for him. I know he was only one of five from three, but it, it it's always good when you see a three go in. So maybe it can um, gain him some confidence here as we move forward. But um, still, uh, five of ten, I'll take it. Uh, double figures. Uh, like a couple more rebounds, only had three, but you know he stuck his nose in there, got an offensive rebound, got an extra possession for the team, and uh, all good things from him. All right, Body and Soul scoreboard, Route 45 and Curtis Road in Savoy. The other Big Ten game going on right now, Iowa leads Minnesota 45-35 early in the second half. Pistons dueling with the Cavaliers, 103-101. Kevin Love reportedly out with a broken hand for several weeks. Magic ahead of the Rockets. Uh, flip that. Rockets ahead of the Magic, 114-107. Kings uh, leading the Pelicans have beat the Pelicans now, 114-101. Uh, 103, rather, that has just gone final. All right, after the third quarter, Denver and San Antonio. The Nuggets are ahead by 181-80. And it's at the half, and Utah Jazz lead the Warriors, 69-56.
13 point margin is nothing in the NBA. Not in the NBA, no. That's like a two possession <laughs> two possession game. Uh, Wizards beat the Thunder 102 96. Knicks over the Nets 111 95. Raptors take care of the T Wolves 109 to 104. Trailblazers and Clippers coming up on the body and soul scoreboard. Route 45 and Curtis Road in Savoy. PNC Bank phone line is 356-9397. Join us there. It is Steve in Peoria. Hey, Steve. What's up, Dynamic Duo? Hey, what's <laughs> going on, man? Is that a, oh, is that a promotion? <laughs> Without a doubt. We'll take anything, hey, uh, man. Uh, the team needed this one tonight, a uh, game like this. Line Eye Nation needed a game like this. I'm going to sleep great tonight. I know Zoe's going to sleep great in Oregon. And we had Simeon, who doesn't have to stay up all night to call <laughs> the show. It's a wonderful night. Amen, brother. Uh, I, I, take, I tell you some things that really stuck out to me tonight. I, I thought our, our defense set the tone from the jump street. You know, uh, I thought we played solid defense all night. And, you know, I know, um, you know, Rutgers might not be this, that, or the other, but uh, there's some some good guards, and uh, hey, every night in the Big Ten, you got to come out and play, you know. Um, and I, I liked, uh, I've been wanting Kipper to be at that three spot. And uh, Coach started there. It seemed like he played quite a few minutes there. I think that's only going to help us offensively and defensively. Uh, you know, when you make perimeter shots, you know, shot the threes well tonight. Uh, it seemed to be kind of infectious. You know, everybody was knocking them down. And, and you know, uh, it seemed like sometimes this year, you know, we, we'd be playing a good first half and we'd go in at halftime and then we'd come out not ready to play. Well, it was good to see us come out in the second half tonight and uh, get after it. You know, we had that, uh, I think, 12-2 start. So, uh, good night for us. Um, I, I tell you what, uh, the coaching staff's doing good. Uh, the guys, they just play so hard. i, I got to give it to them no matter what. They play hard. And uh, one, one thing uh, I wanted to – I ask you guys, and, and you can throw it about. Um, I'm, you know, watching the games, and, uh, you know, it seems like the guys are learning the offense. But our first cutters, to me, I'm looking at them, I'm like, you know, to me it looks like they're open, but our guys just don't want to chance that pass. And I think once, you know, somebody makes one good pass on that first cutter and we start getting layups off that, then that's going to be uh, infectious to everybody too. And one other thing, a couple weeks ago I asked Matt a little bit about his uh, past history. And I, I just like to uh, send my condolences to his, to him and his family for the uh, passing of his father. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it, Steve. Thanks, Steve. He's I, from Peoria. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. I, I really do appreciate that, and uh, we're doing well, and uh, just glad to be back home. So. Thanks again, and um, yeah, to, to your point about the the first cutter, um, you're right. I mean, I, I think there are times where that guy's open. Usually, um, within Underwood's system, he wants that first cutter to to go through there and clear some space. So that when the second cutter comes through, you know he's open. But I, I think you can catch some teams off guard there because they're not expecting it. And uh, but you gotta you know kind of be ready to make the pass and want to make the pass. I think sometimes guys are scared because they're afraid of the turnover and they're afraid that they're going to come out. So it, you're right. It, it takes a special kind of person. You got to be a good passer first and you got to want to make the pass. And um, once I think others see that and see the success that it happens, I think you can catch some teams off guard. Underwood talked about that in his uh, postgame comments that he wanted guys to be seeing that first cutter better yeah. and make that pass. So, Steve, you're seeing what Brad Underwood is seeing there as well, and if they can start finding that 
movement that is so key to this offense and, and hitting those opportunities, it's a tough offense to stop, even with – I'm not saying the Illini are this. Uh, you know, we can talk about that. But even with average players, if they're working in that offense well – it seems like the offense is a, is a good design. It, I think so. It, it's very tough. We had to scout against it when I was at K-State um, last year. And that handoff at the elbow, the pinch post, whatever you want to call it, with the big man and the guard is extremely difficult for the guard that's coming around, that's defending the Illini guard right there. He's got to either figure out if he's going to cut, cut the handoff, which basically go between the handoff and – the Illini player, or if he goes underneath to try to catch him on the other side. It's essentially a pass and a screen at once, right? Absolutely. It, it's it's very tough to guard, and it you draw fouls on the opposition from that. Uh, if the guard decides to go underneath, you pop back out, and you can have an open three. If he tries to cut it and doesn't get there, you turn the corner immediately and go downhill, and you have a layup. So um, there's many, many instances there where it – it really puts the defense in a bind, and it opens up for everybody else. Illini tonight did commit 17 turnovers, but uh, many of those, or most of those, were in the first half, so they cut that down uh, in the second half. And Rutgers was forced into 25 total turnovers. The Illini in the second half, let's see, this was Lauren pointed this out down there. Okay, the Illini in the second half made 12 shots out of 24, and Rutgers uh, made 19 shots. Here we go. Rutgers shot 24. At one point, though, the Illini had more made baskets in the second half than Rutgers had taken in the second half. Boy, that took a long way to get to that point. <laughs> but anyway, it was. Uh, it shows you it was a good performance. And that will lead us into our keys to the game, brought to you by the Pella Window Store. For all your window and door needs, visit the Pella Window Store and Country Fair Drive or go to PellaOfChampagne.com. And by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign as well. Yeah, I my number one here, and Steve just mentioned it, but it was the defense in the first half. I mean, they held records to 22 points. I thought the defense was stout. I thought rotations were good. I thought they, even though they might have gave up some back cuts or some chances at the rim, they made it hard for Rutgers to get points at the rim. And they were flailing all over. They were throwing up prayers that weren't going in. The Illini took two or three charges. I thought defense was the total key, set the entire tone for the rest because they they weren't scoring very well with the first uh, seven or eight minutes of the game until Trent Frazier really got hot. But it, it was the defense. I love the uh, the big lineup that we've talked about. Great team balance, all five stars and double figures, almost with a sixth. And I, the run in the second half, again, this two games in a row, they had a, a great run against Indiana that really got them right back in the game, gave them confidence. And I think it came out with an 11-2 run here in the second half. And, again, set the tone early, and they stepped on their throats and did not give them a chance to get back in the game. And to your point, 37 points. 37 points were scored off turnovers tonight by the Illini, a season high for them. And uh, I'll just add, too, it helps when the shots go in. Absolutely. Illini. Everybody looks good when shots go in. Yep. 33 of 58 shooting for the Illini tonight. 91-60 to final. Those are our keys to the game. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Well, that show tonight, I think five guys in double figures, 16 assists, that's more like what I want and, and what, I've, what I've been accustomed to. We did it every way. We did it uh, throwing the ball into the post. We did it in transition. did it on the offensive glass early. We, uh, we got to the foul line. So it was something that uh, 
now when when hopefully teams look at our scout, they've got to go, oh, who are we planning for? Because uh, now there's Trent, now there's LaRon, now there's, you know, Kipper's making shots, and, and Michael got some looks late. And, you know, that's the type of Mark Allstork made a few tonight. So now it's, uh, you know, hopefully that, that continues. And Fasters, et cetera, post-game show. Scott Beatty and Matt McCumber here with you as the Illini beat Rutgers 91-60. to The well-traveled Matt McCumber. Yeah. You had a little trip back out to Kansas. Yeah, I was at uh, Kansas State this past weekend. Got to see the Wildcats play Georgia on Saturday, in which they won by five. A grind them out game, 56-51. And then was uh, in attendance last night for Big Monday versus KU and got to see some Former Illini, Jaron Tower, Coach Self, Coach Roberts, and then, of course, the uh, the coaching staff at uh, K-State. So it was a great little reunion and uh, enjoyed both games and just got in time here for the Illini game. So three games in four days, let's do it. And you're going to go home and crash. crash. Yeah, I'll, yeah I might, it might be noon tomorrow before I wake up. How's Kansas State looking in person? Um, really good. They're kind of coming in their own. I, I know they, they struggled a little bit last night with KU, but, um, you know, they had – They've won four or five in a row, and um, Dean, Dean Wade and Barry Brown are just uh, carrying the team right now, and they're looking strong. They're they're 16-6. and six. I think right now they're solidly in the tournament with their resume. Um, you know, they still got some work to do in the Big 12, but, uh, you know, they're 5-4 halfway mark, and, I you know, I think they um, should should finish in the top half of the league and, and be in the NCAA tournament again. PNC Bank phone line is 356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 217-351-5357. I'll give you one more shot at it before we say goodnight. It's fun to coach unselfishness. And uh, tonight we were unselfish. We moved the ball. We, we keep striving for that in practice uh, and, and keep talking about it. And, again, 16 assists very easily. Could have been, you know, 20 or 22, but uh, – but, but I like the progress. I like the step. And it adds up to a 91-60 victory, Illinois over Rutgers at the State Farm Center. Next up, the Buckeyes on Sunday morning. Our game day coverage will start at 9.30. And tip is at 11, and they put everything early because, of course, that's a noon tip in Columbus, but it will be Super Bowl Sunday as well. Trademark. Big game Sunday. Big, big game. Yeah. All right, look at our body and soul scoreboard, Route 45 and Curtis Road. Uh, one more time here. We'll get to our top 25, but the other Big Ten win tonight was for Ohio State. They improved to 10-1 and in league play, 71-56. They defeat Indiana. Kata Bates-Diop, who is a handful, he scores 13. He grabs 13 rebounds as well. And Ohio State defeats Indiana. It is turning into a ball game in Iowa City. The Hawkeyes lead Minnesota now 57-51. Top 25 action, second half. Number six, Xavier over St. John, 65-62. Auburn with a three-point lead over Ole Miss, 50-47 at Ole Miss. Oklahoma ahead of Baylor in the second half, 68-60. Vandy has a small lead on Kentucky, 47-43. Number 20, Clemson defeats North Carolina, 82-78. Number 19-ranked Tar Heels. Rhode Island survives Massachusetts, 85-83. And the Georgia Bulldogs upend the number 23-ranked Florida Gators, 72-60. That one 
in Athens. And that's a look at our Body and Soul scoreboard. All right, Matt McCumber, final thoughts on this one? It was just great for everybody. I mean, coaches get get a little bit of break. Fans get a little bit of break. Uh, the players get to go out and have some fun, you know, having to stress down the stretch and get, just get to play and gain some confidence. So two in a row, uh, let's keep it going, see what we can do in, in uh, Buckeye land, and uh, let's try to bring home another Illini victory. All right, thanks much, Matt. Appreciate it. We'll see you Sunday morning. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll or be here. Sunday afternoon. I'll be here and uh, go Illini. Wear your Sunday best. <laughs> Thanks to Blake Landa behind the scenes. Our game day producer is Evan Kahn. Tim Dittman for his assistance as well. Chief engineer is Ed Bond. Operations manager Jim Lewis. And our general manager is Mike Hale. I'm Scott Beatty wishing you well. Again, the final score tonight, Illinois 91, Rutgers 60. We'll talk about it again on Sunday after Illinois and Ohio State. Enjoy the rest of your evening, everybody.